will forever be contained. Passcode decrypted. Accessing. Security shutting down. Cracked. For centuries, a secret has been buried beneath the streets of London. You don't build this kind of security without a gold mine to hide. Something ageless. What the hell is that? The Holy Grail, the Golden Fleece, the Crown Jewels, whatever it is, it's inside. Something powerful. Something beyond your deepest fears. What has happened in there? He's for this Draculia. Not myth, Israel. I assure you. What the worst things than death. So you haven't told me your name? We're all so much more complicated than our names. Alright everyone, you know what that music means. It is time for another episode of Ian Hates Movies. My name is Ian. And I'm Kelly. And yes, Kelly, we are super excited. Once again, it's an amazing movie that we chose. See, I said we this time. I didn't blame you, even though it was your fault. But see how like chivalrous that uh, was? I'm going to give you a list. Pick something off the list. Well, if you don't want to watch something on the list, you should put something on the list. But okay. There were good things on the list. You just didn't pick them. Or you could have just left what you thought were good on the list, and then I would have had to pick them. It's called free will. Yes, have we not talked right. about this enough? <laughs> Jesus. What's I'm saying? We are not in a relationship, but I have been in many relationships where I know better, where you put the list out there. Here are things you can choose from instead of just being like, no, we're doing this, because that always leads to a fight. I believe it's called Ian Hates Movies. I don't believe <laughs> I'm in the title, but okay. Well, yes, everyone. Kelly went ahead and picked Dracula 2000. Because out of everything, that is her favorite. She loves putting 2,000 at the end of things because it makes it sound really cool. We both know I'm watching this for Hyde, clearly. Yes, Danny Masterson was in this for how long? He's the first vampire, though, technically, right? Yes. Yeah, he's the first one who turns, or you see turn anyway. What's also interesting is I believe this is the second movie that we've done that has him in it. Do you remember the first? No. Face Off, remember when he tried to rape the daughter? Oh, yeah, good times. Yes, good times. Good job, Danny Masterson. You pick your yes. movies well. It's about the hair. It says rapist. Yeah, he has not changed that hair. Anyway, enough Danny Masterson talk. Let's, ah! let's get to much, much better things, like Gerard Butler's perm. <laughs> what are your feelings on that one, Kelly? I feel like either he should do the short Spartan look, or he's got to go the full, full-on Braveheart hairstyle not not any of this middle of the line crap because you just look like a bad italian disco dancer well now 
I've told you this a million times, Kelly. You have to tell your facial expressions. So when I brought up Gerard Butler, your face did that whole orgasm thing, and you didn't tell everyone that. So come on now. Let's be honest with the listeners. Maybe that's We need to bring this up on Ian Hates Love. Maybe that's your problem. You are reading people very wrong, or at least females, where you're like, oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 not yet. That's not what that was, but okay. So what you're saying is, I think that they're really, really attracted to the douchebags. Like, they have all these orgasm faces for douchebags, but really, it's disgusted faces. And yes, then they're similar. It's a fine line. I'm making it opposite. Yeah. Well put, Kelly. Well put. This, this is better saved for Ian Hitslow. Here, here to teach. That's what, it, that's what it is. I like to share. The more you know. Star wipe. I wouldn't believe anything Kelly says, people. So let's take that one with a grain of salt right there. <sighs> so, Kelly... This movie, Dracula 2000, I know we like to say what the ratings are. I think this might be one of our lowest rating. I think this is lower than Leap Year, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. This has a 4.9 on IMDb. This is a lot. (laughs) And a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 26% on Metacritic. So I'm pretty sure that's lower than Leap Year, at least on the same par. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. But I will say... And I'll say this now, even though I won't recommend this movie later, I will say that I would rather watch this movie than Leap Year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, uh, the nudity alone. Yeah, exactly. At least there's mm-hmm. something there. <laughs> right. Actually, I think besides the people being realistic in Leap Year, I think this movie is more realistic. So I'll say that. How about that? There you go. Perfect. There you go. Kelly, let's get back to this movie. But before we do, I did want to give kind of an uplifting message to people because I've been dealing with a lot of stuff off air. It's very, you know, tough. What is that face, Kelly? No, I'm intently listening. I don't know what you're talking about. This is this is whole interpretation skills. I'm going to blame Skype. You should absolutely. Let me ask you this then. Have you ever had one of those days that you just slept through and now your day is shot? Yes, it's called Mondays. Well then, have you ever found yourself complaining about the things you ain't got? Okay. You know how something just never goes the way that you want it to? <laughs> Let me tell you this, Kelly. Cliché of the day, c'est la vie. That's just life. That's what I like to tell myself. It's just life. So you know what you have to do? You have to say... It's so tough. Come on, Kelly. Put a smile on your face. This is the original rip of this? Is that what this is? I don't know. This is what was on my mix CD that I found in my closet. <gasps> uh, now that's Music 12? Oh my god! Wait, what? <laughs> no, this is the mix I made for some girl when I was in middle school. That I didn't have Aww. the courage that I didn't have the courage to give her, so I just found it in my stuff. Harder. <laughs> no. Why would you get rid of a CD that has so many awesome tracks on it? It's true. Yeah, it's it's posterity. Great. Well, for anyone that doesn't know, and hopefully you don't, but that was Vitamin C. She is also in the movie. That is the point. Otherwise, we certainly wouldn't be playing that song. That's for no, sure. Because it's better than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to distract you with music from the 90s. Yeah, I wouldn't choose that one. But yes, that was 1999, and that oh. was Smile by Vitamin C. Now, apparently she has another very, very popular song called what kelly graduation i had no idea what the song was until i saw her spotify 
And now, Kelly, can you guess how many times that song has been played on Spotify? I want to say probably over a million because everybody I know in high school around that time, that was their stupid graduation song. You are correct. It is over a million. It is actually five million. Ooh. Pretty crazy, right? Well, you know, when you want to reminisce about the good old days in high school, you got to put on some vitamin C. And that's enough of that. So, (laughs) I have yet to hear that song all the way through. I don't (laughs) remember hearing it when I was a kid. I just don't. And music stays with me because we will be talking about music because this is Dracula 2000. So, we will be talking about the soundtrack for sure. But that song did not stay with me. Hmm. No. But five million, five million listens. Five million. That's only on Spotify. I remember them playing that a crap ton at like most of the dances. Really? Yeah. Wow. Whew, the 90s, am I right? Woo! So yes, vitamin C is in this movie, along with Omar Epps, with Omar Epps, I should say. As, ah! Yes, as well as Gerard Butler, Crash Override from Hackers. <laughs> I'm not going to say his real name because I don't Bandicoot care. Not Bandicoot Override. Oh, are they making a new video game for that soon? Yes. Yes, that's pretty funny. Who else was in the movie? Oh, Jerry Ryan. Yep. And Carmen Esposito. Do not roll your eyes at that. (laughs) Carmen Esposito was so fucking hot. Yeah. You can't deny it. It's one of those. She was the token hot girl in these kind of movies, though, always. Well, we're going to talk about the harem of hot ladies in a little bit for sure. We're going to get to that, Kelly. Don't worry. Miraculous brides. That's called a show tease, if I've ever said one before. Yes. My sexy, sexy (laughs) voice. So let's just go through this fucking, oh, let's just go through this a little bit so that we don't get angry. All right. How about that? Sure. But first, I did want to mention. So if anyone's ever seen the poster for Dracula 2000, they probably remember that, you know how you always have to put that awesome little tagline from a newspaper or some review site that shows like, wow, this is great. Right. So wait, you so say- wait are you saying that there's an epic review from, I don't know, maybe the Toronto Sun? The Toronto Sun, that's my favorite out-of-country newspaper. Canadian paper! Yes. Yay, maple leaves. Ex- Ow! Is it made out of maple leaves? They're green like that. Oh, Canada jokes. <laughs> yes, yes, I understand. That was a bad joke. That was a bad I joke. I don't understand what your problem is, eh? All right. Say ghosts. Ghosts are everywhere. I called them dicks the last two weeks, and now they're getting their revenge on me. So the Toronto Sun said, hip and happening in the tradition of Wes Craven's Scream trilogy. Ooh. It's very insulting to me right off the bat. But I will tell you now, I know off air you asked me about Wes Craven. So Wes Craven has made some very good movies besides the Screams. He also did the Nightmares on Elm Streets. He well, not all of them, but he did some of them. And right. then he also did People Under the Stairs and Last House on the Left. And there's a bunch of other stuff. Tons and tons. He's been part of tons and tons of movies. So this is kind of a shame, but this is Wes Craven presents. It is not written by, it's not directed by. It's one of those, I guess he's an executive producer, right? Yeah, it's the same kind of a deal. It's it's like Steven Spielberg is an executive producer on blah, blah, blah. He really had nothing to do for it. They just paid for his name. So that's all it is. There's nothing else majorly special about that. But I did think that was interesting because whenever you see the posters, it has something like that on it. And I would never call a movie like this hip and happening. 
Like it's it, because of Hyde. It's that '70s show. It's groovy, baby. He's not even on the poster. I know, which just makes it even funnier. What's the lead character's name? Dracula. No, no, no. Well, okay, sure, <laughs> but I don't think actually I don't think he gets top billing, isn't it? Justine Waddell. She's the girl. She's the girl who he's after. Oh, okay. But she has not had a very good career. <laughs> not at all. Uh, I think her career ended in 2011. Well, I feel like there's not a lot of people who didn't go into a horror movie already famous who were able to walk away from it saying, like, this made my career. Johnny Depp? Female. Jamie Lee Curtis? Nev Campbell? <laughs> Courtney Cox? Jennifer no, no, Love no, no, Hewitt? No. They did stuff way oh, before Oh, my that. goodness gracious. I could keep listing them. They did all kinds of crap before that, like I preempted the question with. If you've done stuff beforehand and you're known for other stuff, the horror movie doesn't mean anything. I mean, your your breakout movie is a horror movie. Nope. All the people that I listed, that was their breakout movie. Oh. Absolutely. What was Nev oh. Campbell's what was Nev Campbell's first movie? Well, who cares about it Nev was Campbell? Scream. Uh I do. <laughs> Watch your mouth. I I do. I'd like to point out that my mind doesn't even go to her. It only goes to Drew Barrymore. My mind always goes to Nev Campbell. There's not <laughs> five minutes in the day that goes by that my mind doesn't go to Nev Campbell. What current movie does she have out right now? What what? And what current movie does Nev Campbell have out right now? She's on some show right now. And TV is more popular than movies right now. And she was on Party of Five. So suck it. (laughs) This is fun. Same with Jennifer Love Hewitt. She started on Party of Five and then went to I Know What You Did Last Summer. And then The Ghost Whisperer. Tits. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Only reason. So? So? That's great. Stop holding women back, Kelly. (laughs) My apologies. Well, that was the only reason Jerry Ryan was in Dracula 2000 was because of her tits. Allegedly. 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 Should we talk? I don't even know where to start with this fucking movie, Kelly. Just because you don't really want to. I don't. It's very true. I really don't. It's not that this movie is infuriating. Like, it's just, it's so disjointed and dysfunctional because they go back and forth from the silliness to the trying to be serious and you just can't that balance is so precious you really can't do it with a movie that's called dracula 2000 you can't have a walking around in a cloak with a perm speaking in that fucking <laughs> accent that he has Never that. he's just yeah, trying to hide it's scottish though which is even funnier isn't he australian he's a scot oh okay i learned something new the more you know hey, there you go but yes this movie is just so weird but I don't know. Should we just start a little bit of the story and then go off on tangents? Sure, why not? Okay. So basically, the beginning of the story is Dracula is locked up in Van Helsing's top-of-the-line safe. Like, I guess he owns something. For some reason, it's connected to the tube system in London. I don't know why. But he's an antique dealer, like a really popular, like, has it locked up like Fort Knox, basically. Right. And that's when you're introduced to he's being mentored by Van Helsing. Or Apprentice, yeah. Well, it's the fucking same thing, isn't it? I know, but it's a horror movie. You gotta say Apprentice. Okay, so Apprentice. His name is Simon, I guess. I don't know. Something like that. I don't know anyone's name in this movie except for Dracula. And Mary, of course, because you had to say Mary. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, (laughs) a person that we didn't even talk about yet. Remember that Nathan Fillion is in this movie? Why am I blanking on this? I, I don't know. Up on him. Really? When? 
I thought he was going to be in a pivotal character, but it just disappears. Can you not really think about it right now? No. He talks to Mary twice. Like at Virgin? No, he has his own institute that she goes to. Yep. Nope. I've managed to blank that out or not pay attention in those two particular scenes. Kelly is making shocked faces whenever. Pretty much. I'm like, really? Okay. He's the priest. <laughs> That's why it makes so much sense. It's kind of like when somebody puts on glasses. It's Clark Kent. As soon yeah, as you put on glasses, real. I cannot tell who the hell you are anymore, apparently. And there are no jokes. There are no jokes. It's just no. him being the straight man. And this character wow. has no payoff. There's no payoff. No, he doesn't get killed. No point to him. Yeah, he doesn't get killed. He doesn't give her any information. There Not is nothing. No, yeah. no, how to see vampires. Yeah, nothing. There's nothing. no point. Because she's asking him. She's like, hey, you know, my mother died and I know she confided in you before she passed away. Was there anything I need to know? Like, we're friends too, though. Like, we, we grew up together. together. Yeah. So, like, you could tell me as a friend. And he's just like, no, I, I don't know anything. And that's, like, the extent. Yes. And it's two scenes. <laughs> She might that. as well be writing in her diary because you're not going to get dialogue back. It's just as you still push technically the story along doing that too. It was just wow. a weird cameo for him because that Captain was back. Hammer. Horrible. That was back probably. He wasn't on Buffy yet at that point and he wasn't on Firefly. Firefly, yet. you know. Yeah, no, because Firefly was what, 2001? Hold on. We definitely have to check this out. Otherwise, yeah. people will get pissed at us. Oh, yeah. Firefly was 2002. Serenity was 2005 technically buffy well no buffy he was in the last season he was the priest yeah. actually he was the priest in the last season of buffy too so but he was so much to that he was so badass though as that priest so damn good but i guess actually you know what let's talk about buffy for a little bit he was in saving private ryan holy fuck as what yeah i don't need that was 98 look we could easily make this the nathan fillion show but we probably Absolutely. shouldn't well oh by the way now everyone can yell at you because i did put slither on the list of movies and you said no won't ever nope wait you never saw it no why not nope 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 what, what i do don't you, watch those things what are you afraid of nope i don't watch those things you're afraid of slugs Ooh. don't do those things just like i'll never watch human centipede either <laughs> it's kind of fitting for your apartment <sighs> the ghosts the ghosts are after me the ghosts of upstairs neighbors are creeping down your walls. And apparently the boiler is on downstairs for some reason. <laughs> like, I'm cold when I go outside, but my apartment is like 90 right now. Yeah. Well, that's fine when it's Texas or someplace cool, but not when you're just in your apartment, you know, and doing a show. True. So anyways, we went off on a tangent there. But by the way, yeah. I did want to mention Buffy, if we're talking about vampire stuff, Buffy was my, like, first like experience with vampires besides near dark Corey's and lost boys yes there it is yeah near dark and lost boys so near dark with bill paxton lost boys with the Corey's. those were probably the two first vampire stuff somewhere around there i know i did john carpenter's vampires as well i remember my parents buying me that r-rated ticket and letting me go with a buddy yeah that movie was terrible but james woods is amazing so don't take that away from him. what were we talking about what movie are we doing um, uh, 300. Oh, okay. So... Flipping tires. That's how you do it. What? Have you not seen... I know you've seen that YouTube video of how they worked out for the Spartans in 300. No, I already look like that, so why would I need to work out like that? Well, I know you can get it in person. It's the beauty of Skype, but you never want to pull the ropes out when I'm on. Yes, for everyone that's listening to the show, I wear a robe. 
So all the time, Kelly's just like, come on, pull the robe down. And I just, it's got my monogram name on it. And I just, it's just too comfy. You you like it, the, the fact that he thinks I said robe when I said ropes. So what ropes? And, and I, I don't know what you're talking about. All I see is a shield that's strategically placed. Thank you, Captain America. But um, I'll tell you, I went to because one of my friends was leaving Boston to go live in San Diego, California, which would be a nice place to live. I went to a couple of indie wrestling events this weekend, and I could tell you, I think I missed my calling. I think I could have easily, easily done that. And I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying I would have had a lot of fun being a pro wrestler. Worth the injuries? I get fucking injuries in real life, so what would it matter? <laughs> what would it matter? <laughs> well, look, off. the things people are doing nowadays, like it's, it's insane. Like There was a 300-pound guy that jumped over the ropes. Then there's strong style where they're actually hitting each other. Like there's right. so many, there's so many random different things now that people are doing. They're putting their bodies on the line all the time. But it's just one of those things where you're just like, ah, I want to go do that. And I just, unfortunately, I missed my opportunity. Like I just can't do it. But ah, that would have been fun. So this is like the whole supermodeling thing. Like you, you've passed your your age requirement to, to go into these things. Isn't Gravedigger still participating? How old is he? You talking about Undertaker? That one. <laughs> that one. Gravedigger is the monster truck. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> Come on, same Kelly. genre. They cross over. Same fan base. You paid for the whole seat, but you only need the edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. Please don't say that there's crossover audience because I'm not a fan of monster trucks. Yeah, I apologize to all of our our monster truck fans. Enthusiasts. Ah, uh, they do like to be called enthusiasts. That's that's right. Not too many syllables. Well, they don't have to say it. The announcer does. All right. Once again, weird tangent. All right. What were we yep. talking about? Dracula 1999? Or 2001, apparently. For the European releases? Yes. I know. We just end the review there, you think? Totally. Okay. So would you recommend this movie, Kelly? <laughs> uh, no. All right. We're just joking. Well, we're not going through this full, though. So Dracula has been kept underground in this vault by a person who you're not supposed to know is Van Helsing. Right. He's been keeping himself alive with the blood from leeches that were kept on Dracula. So it's using his blood because when they captured him, they do a stupid flashback. When they captured Dracula with the help of like eight people or something, and they spiked him a whole bunch of places, one of the spikes went through him into Van Helsing, which gave him Dracula's blood also pumping through his body. Right. Now, the reason why that means anything is because it turns out that Van Helsing ended up meeting someone and had a child with them. So now that child is an adult. What is she? Probably like 25, somewhere around there. Yeah. Mid to late 20s, probably. Yeah. It's not like 19, though, right? No, 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 no. No. So that's his daughter. Her name is Mary. Now, she doesn't know it's... Does she know it's Van Helsing? She's thinking she's never really met her father or something along those lines. Or I, he had to leave. Disappeared had, when she was like four or something. Yeah, I think he told her mother found his diary or something. Or somehow she found out that he was keeping himself alive with this blood or whatever. And he used to be Van Helsing. Well, yeah, I mean, you find out that your boyfriend's actually 200 years old vampire hunter. Sometimes that throws some people off. Not the cool ones. I know. Some people just don't have their crap together or priorities. So now Mary lives in New Orleans. And she works where, Kelly? 
uh, some place that Richard Branson used to own, I believe. Oh, yeah, Virgin Mega Store. There you go. Because there aren't any more in the United States. That's for sure. Never, never as good as Tower Records. So that's another right. thing, too. But I did do a little research, and I said, I said to myself, why, why would Virgin Megastores throw so much money at this movie? Huge sponsorship. Yeah. It's, you know, Mary and Vitamin C work there. There's tons of product placement. Like, they're always going to the store itself. They're playing on the big screen with Virgin plastered everywhere. Why would they do this? Kelly, do you remember a certain file sharing program that came out around the same time as this movie? Really? Napster's being brought into this? Exactly. Here is my conspiracy theory. So Napster ran from 1999 to 2001. So this movie came out or was filmed probably around the same time as the music industry was taking hits from more than just Napster. But Napster was the scapegoat for a lot of the music industry issues, right? right? Yeah, all the pirating crap and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it would make sense that this movie coming out right in the middle, Virgin Megastore is like, hey, how do we reach the kids? How do we get to them to be like, buying music is cool. Like, we got to get them out of their houses into the store. So they threw tons of money at this movie, I think, to make sure that kids would be like, hey, I don't use Napster. I go to Virgin Megastores because that's the cool place. That's the hip and happening place. Absolutely. That's all my conspiracy theory gets. That was like well thought out. I had to do research for that. Son of a bitch, Kelly. Yeah. uh... There you go. Cool, cool, cool. Soundboards. Yay! So those are my thoughts on that. I think it's true. And I like to think that they went bankrupt because of this movie. But I don't think that was the case. I also want to mention on the same topic of music. Did you know that this soundtrack is awesome? I heard something about people handing out music for something. I One of your extra... It was after your lemonade stand, I believe. Ice tea. I love that commercial. That commercial is so fucking stupid. The... The only reason here, I'll tell you, (laughs) let me give the ad agencies something to think about. That commercial worked the first time when it was longer, when it had multiple people go up to the lemonade stand and ask for iced tea because you didn't understand why. And then at the end, it shows the rapper iced tea or the law and order man iced tea. Right. Actor. Yeah. Actor iced tea. I like to call him the law and order man. So the Law and Order Man Ice Tea is there. That's when that was at least interesting. You know what I mean? It was original. Not funny, because I would never laugh at a commercial. But it was interesting. It was original. Now, though, because they're not going to pay the money for the commercial, now it's they go up to the lemonade stand. They say, is that iced tea? And it cuts right to iced tea going, it's lemonade. Yeah, that's horrible. So what were we talking about? How that ranks up against the Slim Jim commercial with the Amish. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm sending you that. Please don't. <laughs> I think you were making references to my street team days. I <gasps> think, there it is. Yes, I think that's what you're doing. So for anyone who doesn't know, back in the day, when I was in like middle school or something, the way that people would get the underground news about a movie or music was they had street teams where they would send you basically all these samplers of albums or movie trailers or something and you would pass them out and when you did this they would give you like 
exclusive access to first views of movies, like movie tickets, concerts, like shit like that. I just like to say, when you say street team, my mind goes to new kids on the block for some reason. Like you just, you all kind of hang out and you're just cool. And then you randomly start dancing. That doesn't sound like a street team at all, nor does it sound cool. Exactly. I see street team more as a gang, more as like we're rough and tough and we got to like kick some ass as a street team. Street team assemble, bitches. That's what we used to there say. There it is. Yeah, that's what we used right. to say. Right. Yes. Yep. And then we snapped our fingers a bunch of times. <laughs> and Especially dig- gangs that dance. <laughs> yes. Wait, there are gangs that don't dance? Where, where is this? Is LA. It, wait, are you telling me that movie Gangs of New York is not just a bunch of gangs dance fighting? I want to reinterpret that movie now. We can do the whole movie. And we can compare it to Newsies, the other gangs that dance. I refuse to watch that bullshit. <laughs> Someone tried to make me watch Newsies before, and I was like, wait, this is young Oliver Twist-looking motherfucker singing? I'm out. All-male cast dancing and singing. <gasps> and it's Disney? Oh! The only thing I laughed about that was, and I didn't even know why it was funny, because I didn't see the movie, but there is a great skit from Pete Holmes, Batman versus Superman, the way it actually should have been. And this came out years before the movie came out. But do you know what I'm talking about? No. It's just really great. He's doing his Batman voice. He's like, I am Batman. For everyone, that's that's if anything you get from this show. It's go look up the Pete Holmes skit, Batman versus Superman. It's very funny. Because, of course, we all know how much I hate Batman versus Superman. So this was actually humorous and well-written. And there was no slow motion. Yay. There were a couple slow motions in this movie, though. Remember the weird silver stake shooting gun? <laughs> Danny Masterson jumping on them, hide, hide jumping, and yeah, True, slow motion. Yeah, yeah, the whole crouching tiger hitting dragon crap that they did. Yeah, they tried a little bit. That was around Matrix time. And not well done like Matrix. No, of course not. The, what's funny is this movie had a budget. Like It definitely had a budget, but it didn't really use it too well. I think the only thing they used it on was how can we make sexy vampires crawl on walls? And then also, why did Dracula turn into a wolf once? Yeah, that was interesting, too. Why he went all lichen. Isn't one of his powers just he can turn into any animal, possibly? The shapeshift kind of thing? Yeah, it's a shapeshift thing, right? Possibly. But I think one of my funniest moments in that movie was when he started to run. And it's really hard to explain on a show where you're not watching us. But he puts out his arms and extends them really long. And then he turns into the wolf. (laughs) It's really funny. So it's almost like campy. You're expecting this to be a 3D movie and he's going to reach out and touch you kind of a... A little bit, yeah. Like yeah. it's that goofy long, like he's almost about to do a high jump almost. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then it turns into a wolf. For some reason, Dracula is broken out by people that don't know that Dracula is in Van Helsing's vault. So they're this right. super tight group of robbers, I guess. And they decide to go ahead and steal whatever's in the vault. It happens to be Dracula, so they take it. It happens with them. to be a coffin, and they assume just because we can't get the coffin open, there's no reason there'd be a dead body in a coffin. It's got to be just gold and jewels, right? Yeah. Totally makes sense. Just any, throw people off. Any of my important stuff goes in my coffin, and then the way to open it is just to move one of the crosses over because that was really difficult to figure out, right? <laughs> so Dracula obviously gets out. And then he kills every one of the robbers. And then, I guess, turn them into vampires. But we didn't know that originally. You find right. that out later. And then... He go ahead. happens to be on a plane from London to apparently New Orleans. Or at least it crash lands in New Orleans. Well, apparently this is all written somehow. Like, this was destined to happen. But yet, Van Helsing didn't see it coming. 
and didn't know whatsoever. He said the reason why he had his body is because he couldn't find a way to kill him. That, and that's also why he allowed himself to remain um, immortal, so that way he would always be there to watch him. Right. As opposed to killing himself off. Like, I'm completely fine with that logic. Like, I'll sacrifice my life to basically make sure that other people are safe. That's fine. Right. But days before this has been happening, maybe even for years or something, Mary, his daughter, who she doesn't know him, Mary in New Orleans is having all of these very, very realistic nightmares. Where she's, she's, yeah. she's borderline is what it's, it's the way she's and she, that's what her medication is for what her medication that they show. She apparently they, she thinks that she's schizophrenic. She doesn't understand why these things will go away. Why does this person keep what does this person mean? They're yeah. all super lucid, apparently. And it turns out it's Dracula. Right. And she is roommates with vitamin C and they work together. So they work at Virgin Mega Stores. Yes. So, of course, vitamin C is like, oh, you got to get a guy. Like, that's how things will turn around for you. And she's like, no, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, if you get laid, you won't be pestered in your dreams so much. And that's true-ish, maybe. So is that vit- how you solve that problem? I'll ask vitamin C. There you go. Yeah. But the lead actress is cute. But I wouldn't call her leading woman. No, yeah, she's it's your typical... French chick is what she comes off as. That's possible, but short hair. I'm not a big fan yeah, yeah. of short yeah. hair. No. And it's 90s short hair, so it's not even like the pixie kind of, a, yeah. Exactly. But there are plenty of other attractive women in this movie. Like I mentioned, Vitamin C, I find her attractive. I think Vitamin C is attractive. I don't find her music attractive, but she is attractive. Then you've got Carmen Esposito and Jerry Ryan, right. and they're right. attractive. Yeah. So I think... The main thing you learn here, or the main thing I took away from this movie that I learned, were that vampires have a lot more special powers than I thought they did. Would you say that's the beginning? This is the beginning of that trend where you keep learning that there's apparently just more and more lore about them. I was trying to think back because, like we mentioned, I think Twilight's came out much later. Right. I mean, Buffy was around at this time, though, but the vampires and Buffy were pretty straightforward. Yeah. Well, okay. So, well, were there any special powers with? Yes, there were. There were for um, the Dracula movie with um, Keanu Reeves. Like what else? Like what else special? I don't remember. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Oh my god! Talking about a bad movie. Um, it, it has to do more with like dealing with the women and stuff. It was getting into their minds, and it was well, more like it almost felt very Crucible esque. Ah, well, they definitely did that. I mean, that's one of the powers that I learned big time. They did an episode of Buffy. Later on, it was actually, I think it was, yeah, it was during one of the later seasons where Dracula actually shows up in Buffy and he has like this power over her because she's a woman. So even though she's a slayer, he still has like this major power. And then at one point, I think in Angel, they think she's dating Dracula or something like that. I don't know. Something weird. But yes. It's the Transylvanian accent. It's it's a panty dropper is really what it comes down to. Is it? Is it? Everybody thinks it. Everybody thinks it's like the English or the Scottish. But no, it's it's the Eastern European Learn something yeah. new once again. Same. So yeah, that is one of the big things for Dracula is anywhere he walks, all the women just start oozing sex. Come on, Kelly. It's like waterfalls. <laughs> like It's weird. We learned nothing in the 90s. You don't go chasing waterfalls, Ian. <laughs> well done. That, that deserves a clap. Well done. Thank you. Basically, all the guys in the movie... Their whole duty, especially in Virgin Megastore, because it has their safety. There's OSHA. 
you know, they have to follow rules. As soon as Dracula walks in and all the women start like having their waterfalls, they have to walk around with those signs that say slippery when wet. And it's just the mops come out. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys. Like we get the joke. That's why this movie's so silly. Way to drive it home. (laughs) We're not subtle on this show. No. Not at all. So that is one thing I definitely learned about Dracula. The other thing I learned is that did you know when he turns a woman into a vampire, they become an automatic slut? Did you know that? Yeah, Brides of Dracula. I had no idea. I didn't know that. I didn't know any time you turned a woman into a vampire, she became a slut. Like, I had no idea. Interesting. Well, it's that whole, it's a full-on primal urge. And that is all you women want then? It's it's just the need to suck, of course. Oh, I wish I had a sound effect for that. (laughs) Turn down for what? That's pretty good, right? Yes. Well, I had no idea. So that was great when Dracula makes his harem of slutty women. It's great. It's vitamin C, Jerry Ryan, and Carmen Esposito. Woo! Wasn't that scene, at one point they capture Cameron Esposito. She's like the first vampire that survives. Because basically they get rid of every guy vampire. So Hyde gets killed. Omar gets killed. So Sean Patrick Thomas dies quickly as well. All the guys die, leaving only the women. So one of the also very funny scenes in this movie is Carmen Esposito is in, I don't know, almost like a doctor's gown or something. Because it's not a straitjacket. Yeah, no, no, no. She's taken to the police department. Captured. She lets herself get captured. Then she goes to the police department and they put her in a room with one-way glass. Right. Well, I'm trying to think, though, but is it, I mean, she's being investigated by the police, but is it a mental thing? Like, I want to say it's also, like, it feels padded room. Like, I don't think she's in a straitjacket, but they're like, so you're a vampire now, right? And she's like, yes, and she's trying to, like, it's one of those, she's trying to explain it, but it's not really coming off well until she starts, like, leaning? Yeah, she starts leaning. She starts doing the lean. That was a new thing that I didn't know. Vampires don't care about gravity at all. So they no, just, it's not necessary. Yeah, so they just lean on their tiptoes all the way forward and backwards like a teeter-totter kind of thing. Right. And they go back and forth. And then they can see through one-way glass as well. Right. And how do they figure out that she can see through one-way glass? She describes them, doesn't she? I'd rather you say it than me say it. What is it? I think the people listening to the show would prefer you to say it over me. You're going to have to feed me the line then. But, um, sh- she says, I can see the outline of your cock. Yeah, I managed to black that out, too, apparently. Yeah, but that's a stupid line. How does that describe anything? No, I could, Obviously, you're male, so obviously you have a cock, so why would I say that? Because she was proving to them that she could see through because she goes, look me in the eye when I'm talking to you when she's doing the lean. And right. the guy's like, uh, honey, you can't see me through this glass. And she's like, yes, I can. I can see the outline of your cock. That doesn't prove anything. I don't know. That's, like was, I, that's why I couldn't. I wouldn't be like that. Would be like assuming that he's not wearing a skirt. Well, I could kind of assume that he's not wearing a skirt because well, it's a dude. I but. think. I think she was more making the reference to because she was doing these weird, sexy things in the cell that he was aroused, and that's why she could see it. You see what I mean? Yeah. Look, I'm very good at knowing what they're trying to do in movies, so that's yeah. But that's just it, though then do that and show us that and then it would make more sense well what are they gonna show hard on no they're not gonna do Turn that it are. no Why not? you can well, curse this is back in the day where they didn't show male nudity which was much better but that's not male nudity it's male something 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what that meant. It's I don't want to see it. Fair. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, I'll yeah. give you that. You don't have to be right. But now that was a very funny scene in general because Carmen Esposito is doing all these random like trying to be sexy things, and she's like. Wow. Leaning. Yeah, and she's playing with her dress after she tells him the cock statement. She's playing with her dress. And she's like, do you know what it feels like to be... Ch-? Actually, you should be doing this. Why am I doing <laughs> this? Because you're the one who focused on the scene. I'm, I'm choosing I, not to remember most of the Anytime she was on screen, I focused on the scene. Okay, but yeah, apparently. She was saying like, oh, do you know what it feels like to be chosen? And this is what I thought was hilarious because I think I laughed out loud too. Was She goes, it's like being born. I was like, that's not sexy. You should have said, like, it's like getting fucked or it's like, I don't know, something erotic, not being born. Yeah, no. Then all of a sudden, Dracula shows up in the room where the two guys are and then she pulls the other guy through the window and then they, you know, kills everyone and blah, blah. Right. But that whole scene was very funny because of all that shit that went down that made no sense. Uh, it's it's kind of like watching somebody try to to use dirty talk who never has before, and you're just like, oh, I don't, I really want to laugh with you because I know you're really trying. This is really bad. It's just a lesson to everyone out there that if all of a sudden a girl you know turns into a slut, she might be a vampire. I mean, she's gonna suck. You already used that line, <laughs> so you learn a lot from this movie, obviously. Obviously. Yeah, you learn about virgin megastores because you probably don't remember them anymore, so you get your lesson in that. And then you also, this is my favorite scene of the movie, of course, you get to see when basically almost vitamin C turns into a slut even before she's a vampire. (laughs) She takes Dracula back to hers and Mary's place and Mary's not there. So she takes him upstairs and then he's just like, oh, I know the lessons in love. They have sex on the ceiling or something. Yep. They start hovering around and they have sex on the ceiling and then you get to see vitamin C's breasts. Right, and I'm pretty sure this is what Scary Movie was doing when they were spoofing it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But this is back when she was at her most popular, so to be able to see her naked was nice. Eh, yeah. Eh, yeah. I like to see women naked, so that's my that's my answer to that. I like to see women <laughs> naked. Yeah, there's not enough of him for me to care, and the hair throws me off. I can't stand the hair. Deranged conductor look doesn't work for me. So Van Helsing shows up, and Simon, now he doesn't know this until later, but so it really doesn't matter. Van Helsing's old, and he's not going to be able to take Dracula. No. And he's not the best shot either, apparently, with his weird gun that shoots silver spikes. Even though he's been doing this for over 100 years, you figure out, I know you might want to keep up on your skill level, but whatever. Yep, doesn't care. So he's not too good. He ends up getting killed by, I guess, the harem of sluts. I guess, are the ones that kill him. I mean, if you're going to be taken down by hotties, you're like, eh, screw it. I don't even think he knew. I think Dracula just threw him to them. Okay. But so she shows up. But what's interesting, or what got her to come up, I wouldn't say interesting, what got her to come upstairs, because that's how their house is split. Vitamin C has the top part. She has the bottom part. Right. She gets a call because apparently they have two lines. They have one for upstairs and one for downstairs. So there's a top apartment and a bottom apartment. But it's an old house. So I highly doubt they thought that far ahead. You know what I mean? Like, they're roommates, basically. But it's New Orleans. They're weird. Okay. It could be anything. Yeah. I'll give you that. That's a possibility. So she gets a call on the phone downstairs, and she comes upstairs. See, I'm, I'm looking at random little things in this. She had one of those phones that were really cool 
in the 90s, well, quote unquote, really cool in the 90s, the ones where it's the handheld with the cord, but you can see through the phone because it has to be something different. You had to have right. something interesting so you could see the circuitry and stuff inside of it. It's like, ooh, that's really cool. So, yeah, she had one of those phones. So that's how that works. Cool. Oh, man, that's awesome. Now I can talk to my girlfriends and all this shit about Dracula and how hot True. he is. Look at that perm. She goes ahead and she finds now her dead father. All of a sudden, the corridor turns into like this huge long one with all these fancy windows with red shit. Red. Yeah. The harem of vampire sluts comes out and starts like walking all around asking her like, why is she the one? Like blah, blah, and being all sexy about killing. And they just completely change personalities. Right. Well, I mean, they're technically the undead now anyway, so they wouldn't have been the same. I like a vampire movie where you turn into a vampire, but you're still yourself. Uh, so you like interview the vampire. There are a couple. I think Near Dark also is one like that. And then also John Carpenter's vampires too, where basically the thing you have to not give into is like the craving to feed, but you're right. still yourself. You're still just the same person as you were, but now you have the vampire craving for blood because then it just becomes like almost like zombie thing is you're not yourself yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. So you're not in control. It's almost like, since your soul, it's almost like your soul is gone. So you're not even you. Like you're just this thing, this evil so like hive mind. Kind of, yeah. In a way, you take down Dracula. Yes. It's supposed to kill all the other ones. But it doesn't technically in this movie, though. Right. But that might be a little bit because of the thing that she is technically. I guess I don't know. But yeah, there well, is a little bit of hive mind in this. Right. Well, in okay, most so wait, vampire ones, yeah. What's the name of the Stephen King one? Salem's Lot. And would you say it follows that line or no? A little bit. There is free will there, but if Dracula like beckons you to come, you're going. Or if he says, don't touch that person, you're not going to touch him. Okay. It's that kind of thing where you could go off and you could kill people, whoever you want. But if Dracula says, I need you now, or says, don't touch that person or go kill that person, you're going to do it most likely. Because you also want to please whoever is in charge of you. True. Okay. It's the same as... I think in Buffy and Angel as well, they have something where whoever was your maker, you hold like a certain esteem to them. Okay. Like you don't have to do what they say, but a lot of times there's like some connection. So it's something like that in this one. Okay. Because I don't think Omar Epps' character or Hyde or any of them were following what Dracula wanted. They were just No, there. no, no, no. Yeah. So maybe it's more of that special connection with the women. So I'm trying to think of anything interesting that happened in this movie. No. And I'm having a lot of trouble. <laughs> oh, okay, so the one thing that I did find interesting in this movie, and I kind of like the take on this, is that it kind of explains Dracula's origin with religious background. I like the whole Brutus thing. You mean Judas? Judas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that that was done before. I didn't think that was a new thing. But honestly, I can't remember what did it before. But I didn't think that that was a new take on things. Hmm. explain what actually happened with this. Okay, so pretty much what it is is that you, you come to find out that's why he has this anti-Christian feel to him. It's This is why he doesn't like the the, the Bible, the cross, holy water, anything that, that has to do with God because you find out that he was Judas. He's the one who turned in Jesus and why Jesus died. And then when he goes to kill himself because of what he's done, he can't because now he's being rejected by God. So that's why he... It, it's not that he does... That's why he's immortal, because he can't go where he needs to go. He hung himself at sunset. Right. And then it broke and didn't allow him to hang himself. 
And right. then, yeah, he had the 30, what was it, 30 silver pieces. They question it. Simon questions it a couple of times. He's like, why silver? Why stakes? And I don't even think Van Helsing knew, right? This was no. all this was all just told to Mary. And by the way, right. we haven't even talked about this yet. So because Van Helsing had the blood of Dracula pretty much coursing through him when he had a child, Mary has Dracula's blood. Right. So it's Some almost sort of like DNA crossover. Yeah. So he's basically chasing her as in she's family, pretty much. Right. Yes. But then it's very gross too because it's very incestual. Because he's talking to her like she's a daughter, but they basically have sex. They don't show it really, but they do, I think. And it's all about it's like what is me is you and what is you is mine and like all this bullshit stuff. And it's really, really strange because that's also the other thing they show. And they do this in a lot of different vampire stuff, except for on the like the brutal ones. But in most cases, when like a vampire bites you, especially if it's like a guy on a girl or a girl on a guy or something, they make it very sexual. It's a okay, little so Game what? of Thronesy. Well, yeah, but that's just it, though. I mean, especially bringing up, you know, Game of Thrones. It's you got to look at the time period he's supposed to be from. He's supposed to be from when Jesus was around, and that was completely fine back then. Like the whole Roman times, you could do that. Like it didn't really matter if you were related. So that that's not something that would have been. All I'm saying is then Dracula's got to get with the times. We don't we don't go for that stuff around here. All right. He's not PC enough for us. You can watch Monster Magnet all you want on that Virgin Megastore screen, but don't go having sex with your daughter. All right. We draw the line here. In 2000. True. But anyways, he does get her, and that is the whole backstory. So. Because of the silver pieces, because of the sunlight, like all that kind of stuff, that is why you can hurt him technically through that stuff. Right, but that Jeremy, and that's just it though. You can't really kill Dracula, which is interesting because it's it's not your doing; it's his doing. Why he can't die? So there are a couple scenes where there's a bunch of chases, basically, where I say Simon wants to try and save her. I thought the funniest part of that was when he had the huge Bible and somehow shot the pages out of the Bible at Dracula. And when it hit him, it burned into pieces. But all the pages went directly at him. And there's no way possibly for that ever to occur. See, this is what happens when you don't go to Catholic school. It's 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 Exorcism 101. We talk about the exploding Bibles, Ian. This is what you're missing out on. Is that really a thing? I really hope it is. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I was going to be excited there. I learned something. Yes, you have religion 101, and then you get into like the darker stuff when you get up into high school, so that way they cover all their bases. Well, they never go back to Nathan Philly on the priest at all, so <laughs> I would never know. Right? I thought at least Dracula would kill him or something. Like, I thought there'd be some scene between the three of them where he was like, Mary, your mother told me about this, and then Dracula comes down and kills him. Is like, I hate you, Christian priest, or whatever the fuck. Right. He doesn't save Mary. Mary gets turned into a vampire by Dracula. Right. So at one point, Simon is chasing the harem of sluts and gets them into some weird corridor place or something and ends up killing one of them. He kills Jerry Ryan. And then Carmen Esposito knocks him out with what seemed like a frying pan, but I think it was that gun that he had. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, it, was... yeah, it definitely had that hole. It made a clang. Bugs Bunny feel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Their duty was to capture him and get him ready for Mary to feed on him. Of right. course, because you have to make everything so elaborate. Just kill him and you'd be completely fine. 
that's just it though. I mean, any kind of villain, you got a monologue, you got there's it's a lot of presence and it's stage presence and there, there's a lot of swag that goes into these things. It's a bunch of swagger. That is true. Yeah. The the whole ending scene. Cuz I'm trying to think, is there even anything else to talk about in this movie? Like all you have to know is there's no character development for anybody. You know, Simon just does whatever he just feels like, I guess. He kills Omar Epps once. Winging it, whatever. He has no formal training. It's cool to wing it. But all of a sudden, he's like an expert at cutting off vampires' heads. Because he does that to Omar Epps. <laughs> it's just like... Hidden talent. Yeah. How did you know you were so good at that? But he did that after Omar Epps threw him into the Virgin Megastore van a couple times. So, <laughs> yeah. So the whole ending scene, they're holding Simon. And they say, hey, we saved him for you. So Mary goes over. And I don't know how he knows he's supposed to pretend that he's being bit. But she, like, bites into her own lip or something and no one sees and makes marks on him to make it look like she fed on him. I don't know how he knows that he's supposed to pretend that this is happening, but he does. Like, I don't think she whispers in her ear or in his ear or anything. No. She doesn't whisper in his ear, so I'm not sure where it's all coming from. But anyways, she does this. She turns around. She takes the knife out. And she chops off vitamin C's head as soon as vitamin C sees, oh, she's faking, chops off her head, then stabs Dracula in like the gut and kind of lifts up is like, that's from my father. And then he like tosses her around. They have this weird, this weird fight where she's like landing on her feet sometimes like Matrix style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just getting the feel of it. So she's not super great at it. It's funny. That's the other thing, I guess, is when you become a vampire, you automatically get fighting skills that happened in Buffy. That was in Buffy. Uh, there was every single person, no matter what kind of a geek you were or something, when you got bit, you automatically became like this Muay Thai fighter. <laughs> it's just, that's the way it was. So this is kind of similar here. So then... Unleash the essence within you. Okay. I guess I guess it was here all the time. Cool. The power Some within. Mortal combat of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Crash Override goes ahead and he kills Pazito. Yes. And then Mary is fighting with Dracula. And we've, I guess one thing we forgot was Dracula had his big speech to the neon Jesus cross. That right. they're, yeah, about how like... they're on top of a roof in New Orleans and that's where you'd find that. Of course. Mardi Gras is happening right now. So everyone, it's all the craziness of Mardi Gras and beads and all this debauchery and everything. So he's in, he's in love with it. He's like, my gift to you is I'm going to turn all these... I'm going to give all these people what you would never give them. And really... I don't know, does this plan work? Because if he was able to turn everyone into a vampire, what would they feed off of? I'm assuming we'd go the animal vegan route, I guess. Maybe they do like that, what was that movie, like Daybreaker or Day C- something with Ethan Hawke where vampires uh, had to create like another synthetic. blood source or something. Yeah, synthetic, something yeah. like that. But I don't know, that's kind of interesting though. Maybe if like everyone was just like this awesome vampire person, like life would be much better. I don't know. There'd never be any new people in the world, though, because everybody's the undead. Yeah. So you kind of got to deal with the same assholes we'd final, forever. We'd finally save the world. <laughs> That's a great Bill Burr bit, too, for anyone, about how overpopulation is just everything. He's like, we could just do with a couple million people less. We could all just go to co- the Super Bowl. It'd be great. Yeah. Some of us could participate. <laughs> I think that's what he says. Right? <laughs> it's a good bit. You guys should look it up. It is actually pretty funny. But yeah, yeah. So that's his whole goal, I guess, is to give everyone what Jesus and God never gave them, which is like all this ecstasy and all this greatness. And you're thinking like, fuck yeah, like that doesn't sound too bad. I don't know who doesn't want who doesn't want the nice stuff. It's like when uh, it's like 
when Al Pacino in, in Devil's Advocate is like, I'll give you bliss. I'll give you bliss on tap. On tap. Yeah, all the fucking good stuff. I could fucking use some bliss right now. Yeah, for sure. That that smile song by Vitamin C is not going to get me through everything, Kelly. It's just not going to. I'll send you the happy song by What's His Nut. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, what's, it begins with a P. Hold on. Pharrell? That's it. Ugh. Pharrell's happy song. Boo. I'm not even going to go to the sound effects for that. Boo. (laughs) So Mary somehow wraps a cable around his neck and then hangs him off the side of the cross. So now he's hanging over, crosses over, they're over one of the main streets, and she falls. And they make it seem like they put in slow motion. Like it's going to matter. And they show her fall onto the ground like crumpled. She kind of bounces a little. Yeah, she bounces a little bit. But she's a vampire, so it doesn't matter. Right. That's why I wasn't sure why they were focusing on it like it was a big deal. So while he's hanging, though, the sun comes up. And then that burns him to death, I guess, or to death again, whatever you want to call it. So now he finally dies by hanging the way he wanted to. Right. And And that's it. Yeah, I'm not kidding you. That's... The end of the movie. There's one more scene. It's something about her talking about how she's still a vampire and they're hunting vampires or something. And then her well, then, eyes. And she's continuing her father's legacy yeah. and she's going to bring the body back to watch the body and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And her eyes flash to these demon eyes and then his eyes are shown again. And then that's the end of the movie. One Step Closer by Linkin Park comes on and I'm happy. I was going to say. And then what was the ending credit song? Yeah. There you go. That made me happy because that's always a great song. But that was the fucking movie. Like, I wish I could pinpoint more parts than that but the whole thing you got to remember is basically vampires can see through one-way glass if you're a vampire and you turn a woman she becomes a slut don't go chasing waterfalls virgin mega stores are the best stores ever and that's where you want to get all your music vitamin c gets naked yeah you get to see some tits trying to think what else i mean we didn't even comment about crash overrides accent but it's not good yeah but there's always a bad accent in a vampire movie Besides Gerard Butler. <laughs> Besides that. Yeah. Oh, Gerard Butler's Perm. That was something. Right. Like, yeah. But other than that, guys, it's it's not a great movie. It's not the worst thing. It's not like you're going to be mad at the screen. Like, there's been plenty of movies we've done on the show where I'm, like, yelling, this is not one of those movies. But it's just, it didn't know what it wanted to be. It couldn't be serious and it couldn't be silly. So it tried to do both at the same time and it just didn't work out that way. There was just no way to pull out. But I believe there are like two straight-to-DVD sequels for this. which I mean, And it's not Dracula 2002 and 2003. <laughs> like It's not that. But I couldn't bring myself to watch those, obviously. And we're not yeah. even going to talk about them. No, no. Don't think I talked about the actual soundtrack, though. Because that's the main music in this whole movie are all new metal bands. New metal alternative rock bands. So it's Power Man 5000, Disturbed. Slayer, System of a Down, Monster Magnet, Marilyn Manson, Linkin Park, Static X, Pantera, <laughs> Taproot, Head P, like some really good stuff. Endo with Malice. Like it's one of those fun kind of soundtracks you can put on and remember a completely different time in your life. Like I would say okay. that's the way to, you know, that's the way to do it. Because there are some okay songs on that. I wouldn't recommend most of them for sure. But a couple of them really took me back, not to a good part in my life or anything, but it took me back. Just to when that was the type of music that I used to listen to. Yeah, I really don't think there's anything else to talk about here, Kelly. No, I think we're good. I don't know. How about this? We'll play for the end of the show because it really doesn't bear any commenting because it's just terrible. We'll play Gerard Butler's Audition 
Awesome. Yeah, we'll put that on at the end. I think that'll be fun. We'll put the, like we always do, we'll have the trailer at the beginning, and then we'll have Gerard Butler at the end, because I think that'd be pretty funny. I was going to leave us, I was going to leave us with the graduation song by Vitamin C, but instead, we'll do Gerard Butler. Yes, please. So, Kelly, I think this might be our shortest review. Yeah, probably. Because it is a bad, I mean, like I said, it's not the worst movie ever. And we could have gone off and we could have talked about tons of different vampire movies and shows and how much better they are. But there's really not that much of a point to do it. No. No, not really. All right. So, Kelly, would you recommend this movie to people? No. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Because it is your show. What's your opinion? I'm going to go with no as well. Thank you for (laughs) putting in the enthusiasm there. Much appreciated. You're welcome. So, Kelly, is there anything you would like to plug? You can always find me on Instagram at nerdy girl, at nerdy girl Ivy as well as you on said Facebook. nerdy girl. You like that? It's the parody. <laughs> or on Facebook at nerdy girl Ivy. Mm-hmm. I would first like to thank all you haters out there for listening. Thank you very much. Please feel free to subscribe, rate, and share on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and all the other major podcast listening apps. Please, please, please take the time to rate us, especially on iTunes. That really does help us out, preferably five stars. I know this movie might have been tough to get through, but hopefully we gave you some laughs, I would hope. Woohoo! So go ahead and do that if you can. Also, you can interact with the show on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Ian Hates Podcast, and you can email me, ianhates at gmail.com, and then on Facebook, facebook.com slash ianhates. Make sure to like the page. That way you'll get all the news and info on Ian Hates Movies as well as the other show, Ian Hates Music, as well as the next show coming, Ian Hates Love. Everything's on its way. The music show is going great. Hopefully you're listening to that as well. More great conversations on the way. All right. Do you have any final words for everyone? For a movie that we disliked but didn't hate hate, I would just like to do a little old Black Betty reference to, to remind Ian of, of a good yell at the screen kind of movie. Black Betty, bam, brown, whoa, Black Betty, bam, brown. So was that your final words, the bam, thing, Black Betty? Yeah, pretty much. Then I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. You shouldn't hide in death. I'm not the evil you think I am. Look around. All this corrupted flesh. Who do you think actually found their precious salvation? You perhaps? I think not. So much you don't know. So much I still need to show you. It was my last sunset on this earth that made me what I am. It's not the darkness, Mary. No, not the darkness. But the fading of the light. Let me take you there. is yours.
you understand? I can make you understand. I don't have to take you, Mary. You're already mine.